What's up, Kingdom Builder? Today, I wonder, have you ever wondered how God works in your life when he gives you a dream? Would it help you if you knew his patterns so that you could kind of predict and monitor and navigate how to go around things? Do you feel like you have a God-called dream? If you do feel like you have a God-called dream in your life, in your business, put a me in the comments below, because today I want to unpack what the word says about God's miracle cycle for his dream for you. And I hope that this will be helpful. But as an entrepreneur, especially goal setting and dream setting are huge things. I'm glad that you do, April. I'm glad that you do over here. And um, there have been some things that I've been praying for that I feel like God's given flashes of revelation for. Um, for years, literally, there's been some dreams that I've had for over five years that in the last week, praise God, I've been seeing confirmation. I've been seeing prosperity. I've been seeing huge things where it's like, oh, my gosh, have you had one of those up and those chances? We're like, only God could do it that way. And it's been interesting and I'm super thankful, but I know that we're on different cycles of these dreams. And it's important that if you have a big call, a big dream, and I do believe that God has a dream for every single person here. It says that it's prophesied in Joel that in that day that the spirit will be poured out on all people and old men will have visions and young men will dream dreams, right? And women, of course. But how do we go from the dream to the destiny. So in Hebrews chapter 11, it's the hall of faith chapter. What's up, Martine? Hope you're doing well. I love going here because we see patterns. And it's important that no matter how much, quote unquote, in your life, in your business, it doesn't matter how high that you've climbed up the ladder don't we know, Kingdom Builder, that God has this lifelong journey for us to continue to trust in him, to understand him, to unpack the mysteries of him. The moment that this is the thing about faith, the moment you start to think that you can put God in a box, he blows up the box. Put a one in the comments if you would agree with that. But let's go through Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7. It says, by faith, Noah being warned by God about things not yet seen, in reverence prepared an ark for the salvation of his household by which he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. So Noah, popular story. I'm pretty sure all of us, whether you believe or don't, um, Noah, during a time when there was no rain, did you know that, by the way? Did you know that when Noah was given the commandment was given the mandate by God to build an ark to save his family and to save the animals that there had been at that time, no such thing as rain. In fact, back then it was talked about what's up, Ash. It was talked about how there was like this dew that would just water the ground. So think about it, right? Think about the dream that you feel that God's called for your life, for your business. Do you feel like here's principle number one, you know, it's a God dream when it seems impossible. One of the hardest things, especially as an entrepreneur that I had to count, uh, counteract was the temptation 
to set little itty bitty achievable quote unquote dreams, right? There's something called a SMART goal. And I, these are good principles, but SMART goal stands for specific and measurable and attainable is A in a SMART goal, right? Realistic and time bound. This is how the world teaches us to set goals. This is how school teaches us to set goals. This is how jobs teach you to set goals. But think about anybody that's achieved anything spectacular in life. They were willing to go for a dream that seemed absolutely impossible, but it was the dream for their life. So do you have a dream that's God-sized? What's a God-sized dream? It just seems impossible. Like you can't figure it out. It's inspiring. It's something that fires you up. You have a big desire. It looks great, but you're like, where do I even start? Put it to you in the comments if you have a God-sized dream in your life. I want us to uncover that, bring that to the table right here, right? What is that for you and how does that work? So Noah has this God-sized dream. I mean, literally, it seems impossible. So the waters came up from the ground. God's like, all right, you're going to go build an ark. Okay. So he gets the vision. In the Bible, if you read through Genesis and how this whole thing works, it takes over a hundred years of consistently putting together this ark. Think about persistence. Think about patience. I'm not you, but we live in a day and age now where I want everything yesterday. There's this joke about Amazon, right? Remember back then, like, I mean, just to get a package, if you could get a package is amazing. Just think about how the world has had to put together technology to even move a package from one place to another place. Back in the day, it was horse carriage. And then it was a little bit faster by train or by boat. Now, I, I will be the first to admit, if I see that Amazon or any package is delayed by even just one day, you know, it says expected delivery. And it says two days. And it's like, it's delayed by a day. I throw a fit. Have you ever done that? Maybe it's just me, right? Maybe you're more holy than me. But I throw a fit. We want everything now. And of course, it's good to be efficient. Of course, it's nice to want things now. But God wants to mature us. God wants to do things in his own timing. And we might think that it's slow, but in the grand scheme, it's perfect. So it took Noah way longer. Here's another principle of a miracle in your life more it'll probably take longer than you expect my god wants us to go out on a limb for him god wants us to develop faith for him god wants to develop patience for him you know one of the best ways to develop patience is have it take a little bit longer he wants us to persist he wants us to dig in he wants us to really seek him above all things so number one a god sized dream seems impossible number two a God-sized dream typically has some type of delay. And number three, God does it in a way that the only way is that you must cling on to your faith. You must cling on to your faith. So how does this work? Hebrews chapter 11, what is faith? Right? Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is a certainty, very popular passage, the certainty of things hoped for, a proof of things not seen. So Kingdom Builder, think about your dream right now. Faith is a certainty. It's a certainty. 
It's not a wishful thinking. It's not a, I hope and pray that it'll happen. A goal. Where did these goals come from? You see, it says in Psalm 37, 4, that if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart, meaning he's going to start to inspire you with different things. Noah loved God. And because of that love, because of that relationship, God chose to then reveal a dream for Noah for him. So with your God-sized dream, if you can truly say, I love the Lord with all my heart, soul, and mind, God, what do you want me to do? And all of a sudden, he starts to inspire you with some ideas. Have you ever had one of those God ideas? You're like, no, God, no, that's impossible. Oh, my gosh. Instead of rejecting it, what if we just said, God, if that's what you say and that's what you do, I believe your word will not return void. Faith is the certainty of things hoped for. Why are we certain? Our certainty is not that we're amazing. This is the difference of a kingdom faith versus a world faith. You know what the world says? Affirm yourself until you reprogram your subconscious to believe anything. The world says that you can do anything you set your mind to. That's not kingdom. That's not how it works. We can only do what God has said is capable of being done. But here's the cool thing, that if God said it, then he will do it. And it's not based on how good you are or I am. It's simply based on how good he is, how faithful he is. He is the God that cannot lie. So faith is the certainty. Your God-sized dream, your miracle must require a faith that allows you to say, God, I have no idea how you're going to do this. Noah looked to God and I don't know what it says in the, you know, it doesn't say in the Bible, but I wonder if Noah's like, God, I have no idea what rain is. I have no idea what a flood is. But if you said it, then I'm just going to have faith that you know what you're talking about. Kingdom builder, do we have that type of faith? That even when the world says that your dream seems impossible, even when you say that the dream seems impossible, do we have more faith in the perfecter of our faith? Do we have more faith in the God of the universe? Do we have more faith that the God that knows everything about everything that is perfect in all of his ways that cannot lie? Do we have faith that he might know what he's doing more than we do? Comment amen in the comments below if this makes sense. Faith requires us to believe that he is who he says that he is. And it's a hope for the things not yet seen. And why does he do this? Why is this the miracle journey? You're going to go through this every single God-sized goal in your life. And it's going to be for the rest of this side of eternity because God wants to perfect you. God wants to make you better. He wants to continue to disciple us, right? And another famous part of this verse, Hebrews 11.6. He wants us because without faith, it is impossible. Wow. Without faith, it's impossible to please him, to please God. Who here wants to please God? It says, God, whatever you want, I say yes. God, above all things, I put you first in everything. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. If you want to please him, then we have to have faith. Okay. For the one, why? For the one who comes to God must believe that he exists. Duh. If we're talking to God, if we're leaning on him, if we're praying to him expectantly for the promise, for the dream, then that must mean 
that we do believe that he exists and that he proves to be one who rewards those who seek him. Do we believe that if we seek him, then he will reward? Do we believe that he's a good father? Do we believe that, as Jesus said, that he will give good gifts? Do we believe that he's somebody that will reward faith? And if that's the case, then with your God-sized dream, how are we believing today? Are we acting as if we truly believe that God, if God has a promise, that he will make it happen? Are we expectant in our work? Are you going through your business today when you're calling a prospect with this, oh, I hope it happens, I don't know how it's going to happen? Or is it this bold faith, we have this conviction, where you have this fire in your heart, a different type of confidence, where when you go up, just like how David went to Goliath, with a different type of confidence. It's not confidence in yourself. It's not confidence in your strength. It's not confidence in your qualification. It is purely confidence based off of belief and faith off of him and his word. When you go up and you're doing your business today and you're like, I know God's promised this dream. And it's got this fire that's within you. See, that type of conviction, that type of faith, that type of boldness, that type of certainty is what God wants to develop in each and every single one of us. Where people look to you, they're like, there's something different about you. There's this different type of joy and confidence. Where does that come from? The only explanation. And there's your opportunity to minister. There's your opportunity to be a testimony. <laughs> the only way to explain it is I'm like, I'm not that good, but God's amazing. I see that happening in my life with some dreams that we've had. I bet that's happening for you as well, too. So Kingdom Builder, I hope this was beneficial. If it was, be sure to subscribe to my channel, by the way, on YouTube. I also have a podcast where I drop all these and the replays as well, too. Share this if that was beneficial. And by the way, I just announced this yesterday. There's a book that I wrote called Miraculous Breakthrough Formula. Uh, there's a video course on this. It talks about prayer, fasting, and Bible study that a lot of people have been asking about. I'm doing a special sale. Um, it's like a lot off. So you can check MiraculousBreakthroughFormula.com. Um, but let me end this with prayer as we go into today. But dear Father God, we are just thankful that you are the God of the universe. We are thankful that your ways are not our ways, that your thoughts are not our thoughts. We are thankful that you're the Alpha, you're the Omega. We are thankful that you have already won. We are thankful that we have been brought into adoption as sons and daughters of the most high God. We are thankful that we have inheritance in Christ. We are thankful there. We are seated together with Christ in heavenly places. We are thankful that we are able to be even used as your hands and feet today as kingdom builders in our life, in our businesses, to be able to exemplify and represent the kingdom of God in the most powerful of ways and we stand up and we step out in authority today. We step out in faith on the truth of your word. We thank you, God, that you've given us these promises and help us to carry out the work that you started in us. Help us, Holy Spirit, to be able to fend up against any attacks that are not from you, fend up against any spiritual warfare, doubt and fear and anxiety and depression 
we bring that to the cross today and we just cancel those out because those don't belong to you, Lord God. And give us that next step. Give us divine appointments. Give us divine anointings and opportunities today. Prosper and flourish and bring success to the words that you place onto each and every single one of our lives today so that we may be able to be the best testimony for you this all. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Kingdom Builder, God bless. See you on the next ones. We will talk.